Today on this Sant-Mat Satsang podcast edition of Spiritual Awakening Radio, the teachings of Yogani Mataji of the Radhaswami tradition. But first, a paragraph from this wonderful book called Jagat Prakash Radhaswami, authored by Huzur Maharaj Rai Salagram. All Sants and Radhaswami Dayal in particular have in their hymns, in their bani, laid great stress upon engendering love. The idea is that the task can be accomplished quickly and easily with the help of love. Mere renunciation cannot afford so much advantage, nor can mere comprehension of the faith confer such a benefit. Renunciation and intellect, he is saying, will not take one very far, but love is the very foundation. Bhakti is the very foundation of Santmat. All Sants and Radhaswami Dayal in particular have in their bani, in their hymns, laid great stress upon engendering love. The idea is that the task can be accomplished quickly and easily with the help of love. Bhakti or love and devotion. Bhakti is the foundation of the path of the masters. Jagat Prakash Radhaswami is one of my favorite books. It's my Shariat Ki Sugmad. It's my holy scripture or one of my top five master books. Jagat Prakash Radhaswami, when translated into English, means light upon the spiritual exercises or meditation techniques, the practices of the Lord of the Soul, Jagat Prakash Radhaswami. Some of the material in Jagat Prakash is also found in some of the other books, the Prem Patra series of six volumes, and other discourses of Hazur Maharaj. But all of the various techniques for meditation, getting out of a dry spell, improving one's meditation practice, and so on, all of that material is gathered together in this nice little book, Jagat Prakash Radhaswami. The main focus of today's program is... Yogani Mataji and her spiritual successor, J.L. Chadhari, also of the Radhaswami faith, very much centered upon love or bhakti, these teachings are. There's a book called Enchanted Land by David Christopher Lane, published by the MSAC Philosophy Group, and has a chapter in it dedicated to Yogani Mataji one of the spiritual successors of Baba Fakir Chand. And I was very impressed. I've always been very impressed with that chapter. And so at one time I inquired of the Radhaswami Satsang Hoshayapur, the Mandir, founded by Baba Fakir Chand in Hoshayapur, uh, as to how to get in touch with Yogani Mataji. They supplied me with an address and so I wrote a letter. It was a snail mail, air mail letter. 
uh, that went in the mail, a physical letter. And it was sent to that address. And I eventually received a reply. Though it was not from Yogani Mataji, but from a successor or assistant of hers by the name of J.L. Chodhari. I corresponded with him briefly, got a couple of emails from him, and then he disappeared. That email address was no longer in use, changed to a different address, not sure, lost touch. But one of the emails contained a very fine spiritual discourse about the spiritual journey, the great summation of the path of the masters, and I thought I would share it with you. And then we'll hear from uh, Yogani Mataji, that chapter in the book Enchanted Land, dedicated to Yogani Mataji. J. L. Chardhari's message about the path of Santmat, the path of the masters, the way of the saints. He says the real message of man's life is be man. Be a true human being. The question is how to follow this principle and what should we do to adopt this principle and formula for finding a way to God, which is nothing but salvation, jiva mukti. The only way is to surrender oneself in the lotus feet of a spiritual master. After this surrender, the disciple and master become one, because a true surrender makes a man free from the bondage of the senses, dilution, affection, etc., etc. So far as we are under the control of worldly desires, the surrender is not possible. So the first step is to be free from worldly desires. But that does not mean that the needs for worldly living should not be fulfilled. In fact, needs should be fulfilled and not the desires or wants. If we have taken birth as a human being, some food or energy is necessary for the maintenance of the body, for the body to work. But it is not necessary that we always aspire for multi-course meals. It is necessary to put on some clothes to cover the body, but not necessary that silk linen is put on. It is necessary that there is a shelter for living, but not necessary that a marble-fitted house is with us. As a human being, we have to survive in this world without caring for ourselves overly much, without looking to the ills of others, focusing on the ills of others rather than looking towards the ills of ourselves, purifying ourselves first, and then do something for the purification of others. This is the existence of a lotus in a pond, and that is why the goddess Sarasvati, the goddess of knowledge, wisdom, and intellect, sits on the lotus. The lotus flower blossoms in a muddy pond, but anyone looking at the flower exclaims, Wow, how beautiful the flower is! The whole world is a muddy pond, and we have to survive in the midst of the mud, like a lotus flower which does not care for mud, but it blossoms for the pleasure and happiness of others. Every morning with the sunrise, the lotus blossoms. This is what we should also follow. 
the divine power and light emanated by the spiritual master makes us to blossom like the lotus flower, provided we have full trust and faith in our spiritual master. Santmat does not look at the race, the caste, the sect, or any other identification for a person. Rather, it looks into the true sense of service, sacrifice, surrender, devotion, determination, trust, belief of a person towards the master. And those who have these characteristics, they may be belonging to any caste, any race, country, direction, or of any identification, can join this yoga. But for that, a true spiritual master is a must. I do not know whether you have adopted some spiritual master or you are under the shelter of someone as a spiritual master. If so, please do surrender yourself to him or her for all you desire to attain and achieve. The spiritual master is not the physical body. Rather, it is the divine light and sound and your own wisdom, your own conscience, your own conscience, rather, and your own perception, which is selfless and without any expectation from anyone on this earth. Yours in him, J.L. Chadhari. A spiritual successor of Yogani Mataji of the Radhaswami faith, giving a very good summation of the path. Non-attachment in the world, like a lotus on the pond. It may be muddy below, but the lotus is living on light and is very beautiful. All the same, despite the mud that may be all around and nearby. A great summation of the path, I thought. The teachings of Yogani Mataji today on Spiritual Awakening Radio. This is from a chapter of the book Enchanted Land, published by the MSAC Philosophy Group. Yogani Mataji, the mother. Since Baba Fakir Chand's death in September of 1981, a number of his disciples serve as gurus. Outstanding among these is a middle-aged woman, respectively called Yogani Mataji, respectfully called Yogani Mataji, who currently lives in a small room on the third floor of the Manavta Mandir Ashram in Hoshirepur. By the way, her real name is Tripta Devi. That's actually her actual name. Tripta Devi is the actual name of Yogani Mataji. Yogani Mataji is more of a guru name. David Lane writes, On my second trip to India in the winter of 1981-82, I was not informed beforehand that Mataji was living within the temple compound. This is the Hoshirepur Mandir, the ashram founded by 
Baba Fakir Chand and Yogani Mataji was staying at the time, at that time, in the ashram. David Lane. So it was a pleasant surprise when I arrived at Banavta Mandir to learn from Dr. J.L. Jara, the present administrator of the ashram, that one of Baba Fakir Chan's most advanced disciples was living only a few yards away across the courtyard. I could tell by Jara's expression that he regarded her as a remarkable woman. Knowing that saints seldom talk about themselves, I asked Jara to tell me her life's story. I learned that Mataji had shown saintly qualities even as a young child. Although she was married at an early age, as is the custom in India, she did not consummate the relationship because of her singular devotion to God. Nevertheless, as benefits a genuinely good person, Mataji personally chose another wife for her husband, who desired to raise a family. When the second wife died several years later, Mataji, not forgetting her responsibility, sought out another wife for her husband. During all this time, Mataji applied herself to intense devotion to God. Her spiritual quest came to fruition when she visited Baba Fakir Chand, the renowned Shabd Yoga master in the Radhaswami tradition. At their first meeting, Baba Fakir Chand declared that the young woman was already a saint, and on that very day, Fakir also appointed her a guru for a number of his women disciples. Women disciples. She has since then affectionately been addressed as Mataji, or Mother Dear. I want to share with you some of the teachings of Yogani Mataji in this encounter with David Lane. Mataji exuded a sense of joy and happiness. We talked for more than three hours about a variety of subjects, but I was most intrigued with Mataji's experiences on the inner spiritual planes. I asked her what it was like to leave the body. Mataji responded with a beautiful description of how consciousness can be released from the mortal frame by attaching itself to the stream of celestial music radiating from the top of the head and beyond. To do this, she said, one first must be initiated by a genuine mystic who has gained access to the higher realms. The practice itself, although it may take years to fully master, sounds relatively simple. The body should be kept perfectly still, with one particular posture held for at least three hours. One may choose a cross-legged position like the yogis in the lotus pose, or a more comfortable, relaxed position in a chair. Keeping the back erect and the mind alert, one continuously repeats God's name as given by his or her guru. This Simran, as Mataji termed it, should be done with one's attention centered behind closed eyes. Just pausing uh, the sacred name used in the Raisalagram lineage of Radhaswami and Baba Fakir Chand, 
branch of Radhaswami is the name Radhaswami. It's not a secret mantra like the five names, but is a public domain mantra, so everyone knows what it is. Radhaswami, which means Lord of the Soul, and corresponds to the eighth plane of consciousness, the true supreme being, the formless supreme being, beyond all veils, beyond all planes of creation. The Radhaswami reality, the ultimate reality, sometimes also referred to as Anami. Anami Radhaswami. Back to the text. Enchanted land. Coupled with this physical stillness and ceaseless repetition of God's name, the next step is to contemplate the light within. At first, Madhaji pointed out, there will only be darkness. But eventually, light will appear in the form of either small flashes or small star-like points. In any case, one should focus on the radiance, keeping one's Simran intact, continuing to do the Simran while seeing the light, and allowing the light to draw the soul inward. The third and most important step, Mataji said, is to listen to the sound that issues forth from the light. This is the internal music which will numb the body and allow the consciousness to leave its ordinary dwelling. By riding this current of light and sound like a fish going upstream, the soul will be able to go back to its original home. On the journey within, however, the soul must be guided by a true master so as not to be detained in any of the lower illusory regions. According to Mataji, what near-death patients experience is only the beginning of a vast sojourn into great universes of light, love, and beauty. Personally, I was overcome with the wisdom of Mataji's account, although it seemed plausible, especially given the findings of near-death patients who have been resuscitated, the soul's journey in the beginning stages appear too difficult. How can one sit so still, repeat only holy names, and think of God constantly? By falling in love, Mataji answered serenely, because when one is truly in love, nothing but the Beloved can enter one's mind. So the secret of Surat Shabd Yoga and of mysticism, she goaded, is not necessarily practice, practice, and more practice, but love, to be so devoted to one's Lord that nothing can stand in the way. This and nothing else is the truth of Sant Mat, Mataji stressed. A number of years passed 
since first getting introduced to that particular chapter, the mother dedicated to the teachings of Yogani Mataji in the book Enchanted Land. And one day an email showed up from David Christopher Lane sharing the news that Yogani Mataji of the Baba Fakir Chand branch of the Radhaswami faith has passed on. He says, I just got a note from India that Yogani Mataji, or Tripta Devi, has passed on. Sorry to learn of her passing. You know, that chapter dedicated to her in the book Enchanted Land is my absolute favorite section of the book. It is a wonderful section. As with that earlier passage from Jagat Prakash Bhattaswamy, you know, it emphasizes the foundation of bhakti, the emphasis that love or bhakti is the central foundation of the path that makes it possible for people to want to sit and meditate and focus on their heavenly beloved. The secret of Surit Shabd Yoga and of mysticism is not necessarily practice, practice, and more practice, but love to be so devoted to one's Lord that nothing can stand in the way. This and nothing else is the truth of Santmat. If you'd like to receive a link to that chapter, The Mother, dedicated to the teachings of Yogani Mataji, there's more to read there. There's, uh, there's more material I didn't uh, share today. It's online. You can read it for free. You can actually read the whole book, Enchanted Land, online for free. Send me an email or a text message. I'll be happy to send the link to you. My email address is james at spiritualawakeningradio.com. James at spiritualawakeningradio.com. If you're in the United States, you can use this text message number, a Google voice number I use for text messages that works within the U.S. 508-603-9381. 508-603-9381. As they say, click the bell to get alerts whenever there's a new program that's uploaded. You can find out about it and stay in touch with what's going on here on this channel by clicking the bell. Like and subscribe and share as uh, everyone says so that others may know about this channel, this Sontmot Satsang podcast. Uh, Most of the programs here are Sontmot Satsang podcasts. I occasionally will do a program on some other topic like the Gnostic Gospels or some other cousin school of mysticism, Platonism, Kabbalah, especially Gnosticism, Christian mystics. I hope to do another show on the Syriac mystics and other lesser known or almost totally unknown mystics of the world. The mystics are the great souls in the history of the 
the planet, as far as I am concerned. And uh, so occasionally I will do a program on the Gospel of Thomas or Nag Hammadi or some related school of the past, but mostly focused on this living path of the masters, this living path of Santmat, a Gnostic path that's with us now, here now, in the 21st century. Go to my website, spiritualawakeningradio.com. There is a donate button at the website that's already connected to my email address conveniently right there. Uh, There are links to my blog at Blogger. There's a button for WordPress that goes to the WordPress blog. There is the library tab. You can read many books online for free. Santmat Radhaswami e-library. There are links to other podcasts, the collection of podcasts you can access, and various articles all at the website, spiritualawakeningradio.com. Thanks for joining me. Tune in again very soon for another edition of Spiritual Awakening Radio.